0: Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia.
1: So how do you feel after giving blood, Father? I'm a feeling a little bit woozy. Are you? Woozy.
0: <laughs> <Just laughs> There's me. a word so you
1: do so <laughs> so not hear.
2: If I'm not 100% on my game today, if I say something a little bit off the wall, then you can be pretty sure it's because. Well, maybe I'm just crazy. <laughs> or I'm woozy. Yeah, I'm either crazy already or I'm a little woozy from giving blood.
0: Gosh, I love that word, woozy.
2: Yeah. My mom was often woozy. Her <laughs> name was Susie.
1: <laughs> Susie is woozy.
2: <laughs> is this a, no, is this a, is this a serious statement funny. that you're oh saying your mom gosh. was often woozy? She, she liked that word woozy. And, oh, she did. Okay. And, uh, and she was sometimes woozy, but I don't know if it was for giving blood. <laughs>
0: I wish I had brought my phone in here so I could Google this word. Yeah. Holy smokes. Here, know, it
2: it's just one of those words that we used a
1: lot as a kid. I, I, to me, it's not a strange word. I don't know if it comes with an S or a Z. Woozy, woozy, woozy. I would say with I the mean, W-O-O-Z-Y. I, yeah, something. that's we, what I We used it. that growing up. Like You okay. know, you get like hit in the head or something. <laughs> like, I feel a little woozy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Unsteady,
0: dizzy, or dazed. Okay, okay. Yeah. that's right. That's yeah. Right. So I gave blood,
1: and who knows what I'm going to say today. Because he's woozy. I'm a little woozy. (laughs) Hashtag father's woozy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're still the best father. No, no. Even uh, woozy father. Still good father.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, something's on my mind. We've just entered into
1: Lent. Yes.
2: And, you know, I, I, I go on Twitter every now and again. I don't Father, go,
1: can I stop you? Before you do that, let's do introductions, because oh. I think what you're going to say is going to launch us into a oh, discussion. Wow. Yeah, right. it they is. Don't, the people don't know who I am. I, no, you they don't. It? <laughs>
0: yeah. We have so many new the, listeners. The, the listenership
1: is so vast wow. that they might okay. might not know. So, cool. welcome back, folks, to the Vichy Mundum Show. I'm Austin, and in the room is Father Nick with uh, something that's been on his mind, and yes. we have <laughs> Tina Wandersee here as well. I'm so, Father Nick What? Father Nick is the best. No, Redmond. Father Redmond. Nick Redmond. <laughs> Nick Redmond. Oh, Father Nick is the Not best to Redmond guy. Not be confused oh. with
0: any other Father Nick.
1: <laughs> Father Nick Redmond. <laughs> Thank
2: yes, you. Yes, I'm Thank very you. sorry, Father. No, no, no. That, I'm just, I mean, people like, who's Father Nick? I don't know who Father Nick is. Right,
0: yeah. yeah. Santa Claus.
2: People say I am jolly.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> they say I'm jolly a lot of times, especially, yeah. well, I don't want to say. Okay. <laughs>
0: No, share with us. What do you have uh, before Austin so rudely interrupted? Yeah. You? yeah. All right. So, so <laughs>
2: Thanks, every amen. now and again, I go on Twitter. All right. I go on Twitter, and you know, and one of the people I follow is Father Dan Beeman. You know, we all know Father Dan Beeman. Yeah. He is the pastor at Holy Trinity in Norfolk. All right. He's he. Everyone loves. father Well, I think everyone loves Father Dan Beeman. He's very, he's very well loved in in Norfolk. He lives up. He is up in Ocean View and. And uh, he's quite the force. But anyway, he um, he says in on Ash Wednesday, he says, "Put down that bacon. Today is a day of fasting, abstaining from meat, and a day to begin uh, the atonement for our sins. Get to mass, keep the fast, enter in." hashtag Ash Wednesday. You know, nice. so you know a lot of people like yeah, that. Good you Catholic know? tweet. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, right on. Yeah. Well, we're apparently, this created a big firestorm on Twitter where people are like. Um, well, no, Jesus already atoned for our sins, and so we don't need to do anything. I'm going to eat my bacon, you know, and all that. Yeah. And they're kind of attacking the church practice oh, okay. of of giving up meat on on uh, Ash mm-hmm, Wednesday mm-hmm. and the Fridays at Lent. Mm-hmm. This whole some of them are just like attacking asceticism altogether. If you read through the comments, it's kind of crazy. So it was like, you know, as a Catholic, I mean, I've always been a Catholic. This is like, what? what people think this way? You know, I mean, I know people think this way, but they're Certainly. they're like coming out and saying it. And some of it kind of very matter-of-factly, some of it kind of,
1: you know, a little aggressive. Yeah. Well, you know,
0: that leaves me with a question. So these practices that we have during Lent, mm-hmm. um, they're not a culpable of penalty of sin if they're not done. Like, let's say I'm not on a piece of bacon saying, I'm going to eat my bacon anyway. <laughs> you know, there's is, is there sin involved in not doing any of the practices at Lent and— uh,
2: yeah, I mean, if you're Catholic, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, remember what what uh, what Jesus said to Peter is, "What you bind on earth is bound mm-hmm. in heaven." Okay, well, that's one of the, the the laws of the church is to to abstain from meat on on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday and all the Fridays of Lent, and which is actually a lot less strict than it used to be. Um, so you know, it's a lot less strict than it used to be, and and then on um, what you call it on on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday yeah. on as well you have to fast so yeah. yeah i mean that if that's a that's a liturgical law or i mean a, a law of, of the church and yeah. so if you don't do it you know you're bound to do it you know if you're over you know what is it what 14 yeah. for the for the fish the abstaining like mm-hmm. and 18 if it's for the fasting you know you you are bound to that you know unless there's a medical condition or something yeah. else going on but mm-hmm. um yeah so is it a sin? If you if you like say, I'm going to gnaw on bacon yeah. and you know spite the church, I yeah. would say so. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so.
1: I don't know. Austin, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it <clears throat> kind of comes down to an intention of the heart uh, that um, the Lord was obedient even unto death, and mm-hmm. he is the way, showed us the way. And so, uh, so the church asks us to do something, um, uh, asks us to give up something. It, so even if we don't understand it, there's merit to doing it, just by the very fact that you've, we've been asked Certainly. to do it by the church. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess there's there is a question there of what what is the merit to to doing those fasts because the church wouldn't say it just to be oppressive, just to say, hey, we want you suffering and miserable. That's not my experience with the church. Um, it's it's a perception I think some have. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think at maybe at different times in my life I may have like wondered about that perception and felt a little bit of it myself, but now uh, being older and spending more time in the Word and so forth, I don't see that at all. I see it as, as a as a gift. So my question would be what are what are some of the merits of of embracing the Ash Wednesday fasts, the Good Friday fasts and and abstaining from meat on Fridays?
2: Yeah, you know, I, I would say ultimately the merit isn't ours the merit is is it's won by christ mm. so it's what we have to view it as joining into the sacrifice of christ on the cross and so when these people say well christ died for our sins and that's enough that's right it is but what we're doing is we're not doing a separate sacrifice we're right. not doing it on right. our own and it's just um, my sacrifice for my atonement you know uh-huh. it's it's our joining into the sacrifice That has the the one sacrifice for all on the cross, and so what we are doing is joining into it. We are participating in the one sacrifice, and so you know when we when we do these various Lenten practices of of fasting, of alms giving, of prayer, we aren't doing it in a our isolated little box. Mm -hmm. We are, or hopefully, we we are uniting it to Christ's sacrifice, and thereby it's through His merit. That we gain some share in that, you know. And so it, it's um, it's our joining in. It's the participation. And this is a very Catholic understanding mm-hmm. of things. It's this, this notion of of it, it, it's um, I don't know what the word would be, but I, it's a it's a form of of um, it's almost, you can almost view it like a hierarchy of, of of reality where you have a primary sense of something, the one sacrifice by the high priest. Uh-huh. But then you have secondary participation in mm-hmm. to that one. So you you have the Pope and you have bishops who mm-hmm. pra, who participate in the priesthood of Christ. And the priest, like me, participating in the in the in their in his priesthood. And it's a similar kind of way with the with the sacrifice. And it's a sacrifice of the mass, like the sacrifice of the mass is a participation in the one sacrifice of Christ on the cross. Which is then brought up to the wedding feast of the Lamb in heaven. You know, so it's like this. It's all this greater. It's it's a lesser participating in the greater, and it's the greater that is the one.
0: Right. You know? Would it be fair to say that in emptying oneself of um of some things, and I would I would view it as uh, as a as an emptying when one uh, when one fasts uh, in any way, whether it's from food or from particular um uh practices or um different things whether it's media or whatever the case may be one fast they empty themselves out that they open themselves up to for graces to be poured in Mm -hmm. so that uh so that what they now lack um uh what they're empty of the lord can now fill with his grace is that i
2: think that sounds good yeah i think that's right Mm -hmm. you know um it's, it's so we're giving up something that is good you know bacon's good uh, some people love their bacon. <laughs> we have one. I do enjoy bacon. <laughs> do you all know Deacon much. Cassidy uh, I'm a Stinson? Fan of bacon. I'm familiar with Deacon yeah, Cassidy. Yeah, Deacon Cassidy, him him. He, you need to get him on this show. I mean, he, he, uh, he loves his bacon, <laughs> you know, and, you know, so bacon's good. And yeah. so, the, the, and Certainly. that's the point. We're giving up a good, we're emptying ourselves of, mm-hmm. of maybe something that is good, but for the greater good, yeah. which is mm-hmm. like yours, it's the grace from Christ. Right. And that grace flows from the cross. Mm-hmm. It flows from his side, it fills us up and and it and it sustains us on this lenten yeah. journey yeah.
0: and do you think I don't know, I'm just uh, musing, do you think it flows in a greater degree when we engage in these seasons of the church, where you know we uh, when we when we're asked to give things up um uh, you're
1: asking to, the grace does the yeah, grace is but, it, Yeah.
0: yeah is, a, is it a is it a um, and I forget the way that I phrased it. I just got off track. I'm
1: sorry, I threw you off. Does that grace flow in a greater way during Lent as we give up these things? Yeah, I think so. Don't you, Austin? I mean, I think it does. I mean, I mean, I mean, Lent should be a time of great grace. Yeah, you know. Well, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I think part of it too comes into us being the body of Christ. You know that that we actually are, um, and we've talked about this. Father John David did a podcast on on wholeness and being being part of the body of Christ. Um, that we share in a suffering, we're not separate from him, right. And so when the body in a sense acts separately from from the way of God, there's usually problems. you know, but when the body is in is working together and working in unison, um, like to use the analogy of a human body, like the if there's no constraints, on your arm, like you just got your blood taken. Oh, I know. You know, you My arm's a little feeling a little tourniquet bit numb on that. Right, right. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of sh- can slow down the blood going to uh-huh. it. Um, but but recognizing that the head of our body um, entered into uh, suffering, you know, he, that that was his.
2: And I actually I think it's more than just the head, too. I think we also have to recognize that within the body of Christ, there are suffering members. And you know we have the yeah. poor who, yeah, are, yeah, who yeah. are who are the destitute mm-hmm. those those who are who have nothing mm-hmm. and so by this fasting we can be in solidarity with them and so be truly more unified as a body with and ultimately not the suffering in the poor or the destitute just for their sake but because they in a in a way that yeah. we aren't as capable of they are able to unite with Christ's suffering in a way that we can't. And so we can, in, a, in our own little way, join with them in solidarity in union with Christ.
0: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that there's, there's uh, something uh, profound that can be learned. When we, uh, when we give um, certain things away and we feel the loss of them, um, that because we all know that the bacon is going to be there at the end of 40 days. Okay, so giving it up, it's going to be there. You yeah. know, psychologically, yeah. we know it's going to be there. Unless there's an extinction of the pig uh, within the next 40 days, it's going to be there, right? <laughs> right. So, um, I mean, oh, in, no, all, in all reality. <laughs> but... Um, just having I had this ex- this experience yesterday in the outreach office. Uh, a couple had come in and, and we had offered them you know coffee or hot cocoa or whatever and so they were sitting with me they had they each had a cup of hot cocoa, which seems to be the the specialty of the outreach office. People are always asking for that. And they're just slurping away on this hot cocoa. And I hear this in exchange, and I can tell just by the slurping, I can hear the, you know, they're enjoying this hot cocoa. Uh-huh. And um, and they, there's an exchange between them, and they say, this is the best hot cocoa I've ever had. Really? And so, and now mind you, it's the same hot cocoa that I drink at my house. But because I drink it all the time, it means... You know, to my taste buds, nothing. Uh-huh. Mm. But I'm sure that this uh, this family probably doesn't have hot cocoa all the time, you know. And this is their – they were just so delighted. They drank it down to the last drop. And uh, But it t- that reminds me of when we give things up, you know, and, and if they are good things, they're not necessarily bad for us or leading mm-hmm. us away from the Lord. But when we give them up, um, we can see – how maybe dependent we are on them, how mm-hmm. much we really enjoy them. And we Being them without granted. them might change our mood. It yeah. might change how we think about the day. But to get them back, you know, at the end of 40 days, um, who knows, the bacon might taste better. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, so, I, you know, I don't know. That just came yeah, to my I mind. Yeah, I think so. And
2: I think that causes us to appreciate all the more the gifts that God has given yeah. us, the blessings that we've received. You know, so if we voluntarily give up one of these blessings, yes. you know, and, and deprive ourselves of the hot cocoa. Yeah. Or which, yeah. by the way, I love hot cocoa. Like yeah. I don't drink coffee. I like hot chocolate. So like, <laughs> you know, so I don't want to try yeah. your hot cocoa. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, can we can we make that happen? Absolutely. We I can. didn't give it up. For Absolutely.
0: Lunch, so. <laughs> I got you covered. Father. And then,
2: and then uh, but then, so we voluntarily give up this 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 blessing, yeah. but that causes us to appreciate the blessing all the more come Easter, you know, and and that, and that causes us. And again, it's got, it's not for the hot cocoa sake that we appreciate it's not for the bacon sake. We appreciate the bacon and the hot cocoa as they, we, as we see them in the light of Christ who is, who made all things clean like the bacon, he made all foods clean. He made all these blessings. He created it all. And so we, we are, we're, we're thankful for, to God for these yeah. for this hot cocoa yeah. and this bacon yeah. and these and these other things that you know that that we may have given up voluntarily yeah. good things that we give up yeah. voluntarily yeah. for lent so there so uh, I, there's a couple different ways we can approach all the lent you know you can give up you need to give up the bad stuff yeah. like that's like that should be just like give up all mm-hmm. the sin you know yeah. psh, get that out but then we also give up the good things so that we can appreciate the blessings that they are in the end. But then we can return to them yeah. knowing that we can turn. So there's kind of this dual. Yeah.
1: Well, dual and approach. I think one aspect that, that I like about it, too, is that it helps us to begin to see where our source of joy is. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think once yeah. you, once like, you know, if you can get some of those, if, if the Lord, if you'll work with the Lord and allow him to work through you and get some of those bigger sins out of the way, you know, and it's. Uh, maybe maybe some venial sins you 're working on now, or whatever, uh, regardless wherever you are, when you give up something um, you it sometimes wakes you up to see like that was that was my go to that was where I that's where I received joy yeah. you know like in the yeah. evenings uh, I would pull up my a phone small and look at of sort. exactly mm-hmm. yeah and it's not like it's intrinsically it's not, evil you know it's, it's not, not a bad, not thing. bad thing but you know if every evening um, after dinner I'm like all right great this it's eight o'clock it is ice cream time you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it really it's it's ice cream not well, mm-hmm. I wish we. we we eat too much ice cream, uh, but that you know, take the proverbial ice cream. That's what it is. But when you give it up for Lent, um, it's really startling in the first few days when you say when you have to say no yeah. to it. It's that like maybe, your brain is like surrounding. Well,
0: and when I hear you say that, especially in relation to Lent, uh, you see that you actually have uh, maybe. A relationship with the ice cream, you do, absolutely, and uh, and, then <laughs> and it's taking time or focus away from your relationship with God, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe you depend on him a little more because the ice cream isn't going to get you through the eight o'clock hour, right? So now I, I need to fill that in with something else, and I think it's important in Lent that we fill that in with some sort of prayerful practice or um some sort of um, uh, outward movement um, uh, to help our brothers and sisters who may be poor or vulnerable, uh, so that we're not just giving it up for giving it up's sake, but, but filling in uh, a deeper relationship or a way to a deeper relationship
1: with God. It, and this is one thing I love about being Catholic, honestly, is that it's not, you know, it's, it's not about, uh, doing the bare minimum. It's not about like, right. Oh, it's, it's been done. I'm good. Whatever. Like I've, I've done what I need to do, and uh, me and God were pretty good, and that's it. You know, it's the, the richness and the beauty of the church that says um, – that that basically says when, – when Jesus says, be perfect as I am perfect, mm-hmm. that the church says, we want to help you uh, – Get as close to Jesus yes. as you can in this lifetime.
0: Is, 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 does the word magnanimity? What is that I word? That, that heart word. is this. That word. That word. Fit in this. The the, the magnanimity.
1: How much? Yeah, magnanimity. That's magnanimity. It. magnanimity. 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 <laughs> Holy
0: smokes! That comes to my mind when I hear yeah, that because it's not about the the minimum or even meeting the bar. It's uh, it's uh, the Lord really wants us all of us and. Uh, and yeah. how do we how do we do that? Uh, Lent is a great time to to try to do that,
1: mm-hmm. right? Because I think you can. I mean, I think I think you can say uh, and correct me, Father, if this is heretical, but I think you can say that Jesus did accomplish our salvation, and so must I. Uh, must I embrace these asceticisms or these practices? You know, really intensely, or, or or make it a part of my life? Well, no. Like that doesn't mean you're not going to go to heaven. Is that fair to say? Like, if you don't embrace these things, salvation certainly is still open to you.
2: Yeah, I, I guess. If I, you
0: don't make a conscious choice, maybe?
2: Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I think that if you've made the choice to accept Christ, then you are going to accept your cross daily. <laughs> That's, right. as That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Jesus says it in today's yeah. reading. I was just actually looking right. it up like the the like to take up your cross daily. Yeah. And so um actually you got to take up your cross daily. Mm-hmm. That's right. part of loving him. Part of loving God and loving neighbor is taking up your cross. Yes. Um and so yeah, I don't think you can just get away with, with- uh like oh, I'm just going to Eat my bacon all day every day, and I'm going to eat my ice cream all day and my hot chocolate, and not give up anything because Jesus won it for me. He was he won it. I'm done. We're all done. We don't have to do mm. anything. No, we got to participate in it. We got to participate because in it,
1: it could be it's it's neglecting some of the things he called us to. You know, mm-hmm. how can you have a relationship with him if you're if you're not interested in and responding in to relationship,
0: his call? Which yeah. is, I mean, Christ did come and uh, and deny. Using any of his God given uh, abilities to get him off the cross, so he absolutely emptied himself yeah. for us. And so to say, you know what? He's going to empty himself. I'm in relationship with him. I love him, but I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not emptying myself. Yeah. Yeah. he's yeah. done it, and he's and uh, and and I'm fine using that without participating in a loving relationship. Yeah. I don't think
2: that cuts it. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it cuts it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm. Christ. So this is, it gets to the, the whole question of, of, you know, faith versus faith and works. You know, is faith alone enough? Uh, to me, faith implies works. And, right. You know, I mean. There's it, not one without the other. Yeah. If you have faith, if you love Christ, then you will do things. You know, right. and love is a decision. You know, love is, love in itself is a work. And so it's going to, by necessity, involve taking up a cross Doing something. And so, yeah, maybe it won't be the same for you versus me. for sure. What you give up might be different. Or maybe you do something positively where I remove something. Yes. Fine. That's fine. But to say, you know, there won't be anything. No, Jesus did all the work and I don't have to do anything. Well, um, Jesus did all the work necessary for the salvation of the world. But I haven't done all the work necessary to join into that. Yeah, You know, Mm -hmm. so... Hmm. Yeah.
1: awesome. what do you think?
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I, 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 well, I have a lot of thoughts. It's uh um yeah, and I, I think where where I was going earlier too is to say, you know, uh that ultimately um what we're called into is something deeper. Like this is this is an yeah. element of love, I think, is um is to give yourself for another. Uh, and this, this is where these practices ultimately, what they cultivate in us and what they try to draw us into deeper, is love. You know, and mm-hmm. faith. Love is love is always creative. Love is always looking outwards, um, and. And what these practices do basically is they help us to love because it, you look beyond yeah. your own desires. You know, you look, it's, it rips you out of self love. Mm-hmm. Um, so the practice itself, self care. Yeah. And th- so the practice itself could actually be detrimental if it's all for vainglory. You know, That's like right. if, you're, right. if you're fasting, and, and, and the Gospels talk about this, and the yes. Ash Wednesday readings, I, uh, if I recall correctly, were about this, but are, you know, don't blow a trumpet. Like, yeah. these are this is problematic. Right. You your had face. your reward. Go Watch to your, your inner hair. room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, and, and
2: you don't, you, it's not for, it can't be for vainglory, and it can't be for self-destruction either. Mm, you know, yeah. you, can't, you can't do things that, you know, that would actually kill yourself, you know, because then you're not treating, you know, your body with the dignity that, yeah. that it deserves. Um, you know, so the, and it does, you know, it's along the same lines of mortification, you know, or, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you should feel the hunger pangs, mm-hmm, you know, you should mm-hmm. feel it in your stomach. Uh, you should, um, you know, you should miss that ice cream. You know, yeah. you, should, you should
1: really, um, whatever, the, whatever it is, you should, you should feel it. Well, and I think the, the missing of it too also needs to wake us up. Like mm-hmm. it, it needs to wake us up to see that, uh, see that I, I do miss this thing, and this thing is not bad. However, now is an opportunity to replace it with something that actually brings true joy. You know, something yeah. that drives you deeper to love so that at the end of Lent, you can look at this thing, be it ice cream, whatever you want, and say, "I'm fine with or without it," because I found a much better replacement. for Yeah. Me. Well, so so throughout in the mass through, throughout Lent, you'll
2: find that a lot of the the colic prayers and various other prayers throughout the you know the prayer of the offerings, different prayers that the priest prays. That they are they refer to the worldly goods giving up these worldly goods for spiritual right for the spiritual oh, like goods that, and so it's yeah. so, like so I don't know if not they don't do it at every time every mass but the, just listen out for that yeah. the, that that dichotomy between the worldly and mm-hmm. the spiritual these like the, you know those things that, that we need here to live yeah. here on earth like food, like ice cream. Yeah, you know, we need those things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Clearly, bacon, but, hot yeah, chocolate, these are necessary. <laughs> but
2: for, for a greater spiritual uh, good, mm. which would be, for example, love or, um, you know, all the other, uh, you know, the virtues, you know, these things that are of a spiritual nature that cause us to direct ourselves to Christ, to his sacrifice. Um, yeah, so it's, it, it's, it's, it's an elevation, from what's down below to what's above,
1: to the higher truths which are mm-hmm. spiritual, mm-hmm. and that's that's one of my. It's become one of my more favorite ways to approach Lent too. Is to is to say, you know, where where do I where do I have some of the greater attachments in my mm-hmm. life, you know, uh, and just to share this year, uh, my attachment is is in controlling my time, how I use my time, you know. I've, I, I like to know where I'm going to be, what I'm going to do, all these things. And so this Lent I'm trying to, and I'm not sure what it looks like completely yet, but to say, Lord, the time is yours, you know, let it unfold as you so desire, which is irritating for me in a lot of ways. <laughs> I shared with you both right, this morning, right, but right. <laughs> it's not, not always the easiest thing to to embrace. But I think it is, you know, that it, it's, I think asceticism or giving these things up um, Helps us to to recognize where our attachments are and uh, and to, to draw us in deeper.
0: Yeah, and I think I think some of these things uh, are lessons for us that that point to a, a more spiritual uh, have more of a spiritual meaning to them. Uh, it, just for example, I remember um, once when I was uh, sitting with uh, with somebody who'd come to us in need of fi- I think it was financial assistance, and it was the first time that I sat with somebody whose uh, I could actually hear their stomach growling.
1: Oh, wow. You wow. know, wow.
0: and um, uh, and they, they had come in. Uh, uh, so I offered them, you know, some food also. They didn't know we had a pantry. But I, that, that stood out to me very profoundly because I thought, um, how often does my stomach growl, you know, where I can actually hear it? and uh, And how full am I? And it also made me think of, How easy it is if before my stomach starts growling or even if it has started for me to access food Mm -hmm. someplace, some way. But if I had – if my stomach was growling and I had absolutely no access to food, like I was dependent on somebody giving me something, you know, that's a, that's a different situation. Or if I was thirsty and couldn't, you know, access something to drink, you know, how, how often we take for granted that we can wake up in the middle of the night, go into the kitchen, get a cup of water mm-hmm. or whatever else. It had a profound impact on me because I think that uh, when we take these things for granted – you know, we don't we don't realize that we have um, a, a somebody that we are so dependent on for so many things. You know, we can tend to think that we uh, control our world and uh, and uh, control everything. We provide for and ourselves. We provide for I went ourselves. to the store and got
2: that food. It's and, my food. Yeah,
0: yeah, and we we don't re- recognize. Um, that all of the stuff around us, everything that we can see, is provided for us by our Heavenly Father. And I think that in uh, giving up or abstaining uh, or doing any of the three Lenten practices, that it, it opens us up to remember who we are, where we came from, and where we're going. And that um, that while we, we each individually um, have certain things at our disposal, Uh, Those are all gifts from our Heavenly Father uh, Mm. that can be taken away tomorrow, um, you know, if the the trumpets should blow and the sky should open up and that's the last day, (laughs) praise Jesus.
1: (laughs) It might happen. We know not the time. That's right. That's
0: right. Well, I love what you're saying
1: because it it all comes down to love. You know, it all comes down to to loving God. And he says the two greatest commandments— Love God with all your heart, mind, and strength. And the second is like it: yeah. love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And we can't love our neighbor. You know, we can't love the poor amongst us. Um, we can't. We can't feel someone else's pain unless we ourselves also experience it yeah. mm-hmm. we can sympathize to a degree but yeah. empathizing is very hard so to be able to sit there and hear someone's stomach growl yeah. when your stomach's never growled yeah. before yeah. you know how can you really love that person I, my stomach growls all the time <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious really <laughs> yeah. I, you
2: should work in the outreach <laughs> office you're ready I don't know maybe it's because of all the ice cream I eat you're <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's a few I'm reasons your stomach for can growl. <laughs>
2: yearning for that ice cream. <laughs> growling.
0: No, but I'm talking I mean, serious. I mean, in there, I, I guess stomachs can make all sorts of noises. but <laughs> no. Mine's
2: like growling because it's hungry. I'm like hungry a lot. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm not trying to undercut your point.
0: No, no, no. no your I don't feel is like you are. Point. No, absolutely. I do not feel like you are.
1: <laughs> okay, but these not are important distinctions. Not <laughs>
0: at all. Do We're closing
1: I. in on thirty. Just saying, so you know. make the point though. But no, I thought you know. I
0: did make my point. No, so I Am thought it was good. Oh, okay.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it yeah,
0: was no. a beautiful
2: reflection. What you yeah. said. I thought. I mean, I think mm. that's really very poignant. You know, well, and if your stomach
0: is growling out there, you can certainly now. Think of something in conjunction with that. Yeah, no, I, I try yeah. to. You know, I try
2: to think of Jesus when my stomach's growling. You know. But your your stomach never
1: growls. No, it absolutely does. Oh, okay, okay
0: good. Yeah. Doesn't he look hungry?
1: <laughs> Particularly on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. Yeah. But thank goodness today is what days? What do you Today's call this Thursday. The Thursday after Ash
2: Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So. But um anyway, well I think we should close on that, don't you think? Yeah. I, I think, think
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise close we're gonna open some something else yeah, up. That's right. We don't have time for that. <laughs>
1: well I mean, father got time for that. <laughs> father Tina, once again, thank you guys. This is great. Another episode of the Vichy Minimum show on the uh, in the books. So <laughs> until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Pray, pray for, for us. us. God bless you all. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vgmundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to VG monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you. We look forward to talking with you soon.